Welcome to the Ronin Rabbit, a Usagi Ojimbo fan podcast. This is episode 106. I'm your host, Ed Moore. Uh, there will be spoilers for this Usagi Ojimbo Volume 3, Issue 31 comic from Dark Horse, cover dated September 1999. Now, if you want to leave comments, you can uh, tweet me at Teal Productions, T E A L, on Twitter. The Ronin Rabbit has a Google Plus page on Facebook. The episodes are posted on the Usagi Yojimbo Dojo Facebook page. BigTimeNoise.com slash Rabbit is the website. And UsagiPodcast at gmail.com is the email address. Now our dramatis personae are Mayamoto Usagi. He is our protagonist. A merchant who plays a very large part in the story, and a variety of obekemono, uh, ghosts, haunts, I think is what uh, Mr. Sakai tells us in the story that they are. Let's see. Yeah, that's how he described it, haunts. So our story opens with a full page of Usagi majorly done up for travel. He's got his... Amigasa hat on. He has his swords kind of tucked to the side. He has a uh, travel pack that is kind of like a messenger bag. The the strap on the front goes from shoulder to opposite hip, and on the back is just a small little pouch, so it's held up snug and tight to the back. Doesn't wobble and flip around. Not very big. Of course, it's not going to hold very much, but it holds it very snugly so that you can move a lot and can move quickly. He's also carrying... A uh, travel container for, for liquid, whether it be sake or water. Uh, for the life of me, I tried to find what the name of this structure was, and I could not. So if anybody out there knows, uh, it's, as I said, issue 31, or actually I didn't say, did I? Yeah, I did. Uh, issue 31 of the book. No, maybe I didn't. I don't know whether I did or not. <laughs> Uh, anyways, that's what I'm looking at is issue 31. The story is titled The Inn on Moon Shadow Hill. And it's a, it's a structure, a carrying vessel made out of uh, bamboo, cut pieces of bamboo. Usagi's also walking across a, a cool little plank bridge. It's just a, it's a cool picture. As he's traveling, he uh, realizes, says to himself, it's getting dark. I hope I can find a place to spend the night. And he encounters a, another journeyer uh, going in the opposite direction as he. Uh, a peasant, it looks like. He's got a walking stick and he's got a basket full of produce on his back uh, is what it looks like. Uh, this traveler may or may not all be there. He's not acting 100%. Uh, if you know what I mean. But he is telling Usagi that he needs to find a place to light for the night because it's getting dark. And that is the concern. It's getting dark. He tells Usagi in the direction Usagi is going is a place, uh, the inn on Moonshadow Hill, that he can stay the night. So he continues on Usagi and he finds a road sign eventually figuring that it will tell directions to the inn, but instead it just says, beware of obikimono, which Mr. Sakai tells us means haunts, or in the way that he uses it, at least, it means haunts. So as Usagi is traveling, it is now night, 
Night has fallen, and he starts hearing things. He starts hearing noises in the underbrush. He starts hearing a little giggling kind of laugh. And then all of a sudden, a fox's head with a flaming tail behind it jumps out, flies past him, and flies on into the woods on down the path past him a little bit. Uh, Usagi labels that as fox fire, which is a spirit ghosty kind of thing of of Japanese folklore and legend. A couple panels later, we see Usagi is starting to take very large strides as he is much in a hurry, but not really in a hurry enough to run. So I guess running would show fear, but walking quickly does not, is, the, is, is my takeaway. He comes upon the inn, and it's a rather large-looking inn, too, actually. Probably one of the largest we've seen in the book. With a, a little bit of rustles and hee-hees coming from the bushes, he finally decides to go on in. Jumps in. We have the innkeeper and his two, we find out two daughters, uh, are working with him. Somebody jokes, ha, another traveler, you're white as a ghost. You look like you've seen a ghost. Or you're white as a sheet. You look like you've seen a ghost. The innkeeper invites him in, uh, tells him, yes, indeed, the woods around are haunted, but don't worry, this inn is a, a safe place, the ghosts won't bother you here, and you are more than welcome to stay here tonight. Usagi starts interacting with some of the other persons who are here in the common room. We have two, four, six, eight, nine, ten people four servants, the innkeeper, and a barkeep. So it is it is a very full building. As Usagi is being served, he encounters one of the merchants who feels that he is in a position because of his money to give Usagi grief about his, uh, perhaps his fortitude in encountering whatever is outside. Finally, a bet is made, a wager between this merchant and Usagi to the tune of 50 Ryo. Uh, you can look up and see what a Ryo is. At the time, it's a lot of money, needless to say, in either gold or rice, however it is uh, transferred. That Usagi is not of the fortitude, according to the merchant, to make it through the woods to a uh, nearby cemetery and retrieve a white stone that has some has something written in kanji on it. Now it doesn't. Um, uh, he doesn't tell us what the kanji is for. What 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 the kanji represents? So, but it, that's I guess that's how you recognize that it is the correct white stone because it has this symbol on it. So Usagi takes the bet and heads out into the woods, and he's going in the direction that he was told the cemetery is, and he encounters a woman crying, and as he gets her attention and she turns around, she is very uh, monstrously unattractive, shall we say, and Usagi yells out, Yurai, which is ghost, or, uh, I apologize, however it is supposed to be pronounced, if that is not correct, Y-U-R-E-I is how it's spelled. It starts chasing him, uh, and then he starts encountering more and more. One he labels a Rokuro Kubi, 
which is a spirit, I believe, whose head uh, can detach from the body and the head will fly around and follow you. He's running. Ultimately, he is knocked down. One jumps on his back and knocks him down. And when Usagi stands back up, we have a two-page spread that has 18 different creatures from uh, uh, ghosts of Japanese myth and legend. I recognize the Kitsune, which is the the nine-tailed trickster fox, the Kappa, which we have encountered in Usagi before. Of course, there is the Rokura Kubi that Usagi mentioned before, and a Nuke Kubi, which are related. One has the head that detaches and follows you around. One has a head that will stretch way out on a very long neck, kind of like a... Uh, elongated man, plastic man, Mr. Fantastic kind of, you know, stretchy thing, as well as others. A giant slug-like looking thing here, a giant centipede, uh, a big ferocious demon cat thing, a uh, maybe a gargoyle or a troll kind of thing, and then a bunch of other dudes that I, I don't recognize at all. They're surrounding him, telling him to go back, go back, go back. They just keep chanting that and keep chanting that. A couple of them get closer. One gets so close and does so in such a way that Usagi is spooked. Reflexively, he slashes at it with his sword, cutting it in half, but finding out that it's a stuffed doll uh, suspended by a very thin black string so that you couldn't see the string at night. Turning on the others... He finds that they're all fakes, but in the process spooks some people from the bushes who run off. We see two people run off in one direction and one person run off in another. Usagi chases after the lone person. As she, we find out, is running away, she trips and falls, and Usagi runs up on her because she's now on the ground. The two that fled have turned and have been following Usagi and have caught up and one is crying out Kuniko. Um, So that apparently is the girl's name, the woman's name that has fallen. So now we have three women and Usagi all in this little clearing and they're explaining to him their side of what is going on. Apparently these three girls are daughters of the innkeeper um, for the inn that Usagi was just at. They found through experience that people will come and stay at the end for an opportunity to see what they believe to be these various kinds of ghosts and apparitions and whatnot from legend. So these daughters have concocted all of these various tricks and ways of making things appear as the various obikomonos in order to draw people to stay at the inn to, to help make money for the inn. So, uh, honestly, they are the show that goes on after the dinner that you have at the inn. But the people at the inn don't know that it's a show. They think it's real. So, a little, you know, uh, I don't know. Usagi doesn't seem to be too down on them for doing this. I mean, they are... Uh, lying to people, I guess, in that these things live in the woods surrounding the inn when they don't. But he doesn't seem too put off by that. Rather, what he wants to do is he wants to use this situation to his benefit in winning the bet that he made with the merchant, which is what led him to be out there at night 
Anyways, he is going to teach the merchant a lesson um, in the way only a merchant will understand, and that is through his money. So they talk a little bit off off panel, uh, and then we see the inn where all the guests have gathered around the merchant, and different people are saying different things. The merchant uh, is is the the big word balloon here to pay attention to. He says, "I declare myself winner if the of the bet if he's not back soon." And then you hear footsteps, and Usagi bursts through the door, looking very scared. Uh, horrified. Um, He starts relaying to them what he has seen and how he has felt and what's going on and what's out there. Just pumping up the the adrenaline and the shock factor of the crowd more and more as panel after panel after panel goes by. So much so that some people are starting to leave and saying they're just going to go to sleep and sleep the night away. They're going to go over here and sit. They're so perturbed that they can't handle any more of this scary information that Usagi is relaying to them. So finally, the merchant speaks up and says, Well, too bad, Samurai. I guess you lose the wager. It just goes to show you shouldn't mess around with the supernatural, eh? And Usagi says, Well, actually, not at all. It Although it's funny you should mention that, because as I was running and trying to get away uh, from everybody, I stumbled into this small cemetery and found this stone that is white with kanji on it. And he pulls it out of his out of his uh, kimono. Oh, I, I think that's what it's called. Maybe that's not what it's called. His, his uh, jacket, whatever it's called. And holds it up. And indeed, it is the one uh, that was spoken of. And we see that the merchant gives Usagi the money. He stomps away. The innkeeper comes up to Usagi and says, uh, um, Sir, is it, what, uh, about the rock, meaning that Usagi can't keep it. And Usagi says, Oh, of, of course, here, innkeeper, you can put it back in the morning. And the innkeeper says, I, I, it's, I sure, it's, it's just, I was one, you know, I wanted to know. And Usagi says, Oh, by the way, your daughter's said to tell you that they want broiled eels for breakfast. And that just really shocks the innkeeper that Usagi even would have spoken you know, to his daughters because the innkeeper had no idea that his daughters were doing anything other than being daughters and helping him. Well, helping him inside the inn, you know, not outside the inn. Uh, so going back through some terms, uh, the Amigasa is that big wide brim straw hat. That was something I threw in there. Uh, Obekimono, which Mr. Sakai told us was haunts. Several words that we've seen. The uh, the word samurai is thrown out. Kanji, Ryo, Yojimbo, uh, because that was part of the bet. When Usagi said he didn't have 50 Ryo to, to bet, the merchant said, well, that's okay. You can bet five years of service as a Yojimbo. Um, it will... You know, it will raise my esteem if people see that I have a personal bodyguard. So actually, that turned out to be Usagi's side of the bet. So I guess that means that one year as a Yojimbo can fetch 10 Ryo, since it was five years and 50. I I don't know. Uh, Yurai, which is translated as a ghost. And then we have the Katsune and Kappa, which which I used. Uh, The Rokurokubi which is a word Usagi threw out, and then the Nukekubi, which is related to that, all are specific, very specific kinds of ghosts. And uh, I, I guess that's uh, 
that's everything that I wanted to say. Again, Mr. Luth with the color separations and colors on the cover. Very, uh, a little bit different now to see some of these ghosts and haunts in color, uh, which I guess are traditional colors for what these would look like if we were to actually see them in person. Some of them are pretty interesting. Usagi Ojimbo Volume 3, Issue 33 from Dark Horse, cover dated November 1999, is the next book on the slate for Episode 107. I will talk to you guys then. Ciao. The Ronin Rabbit Podcast is a tier production, and as such, is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, Non-Derivatives, 3.0, Unported License.